Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today we are going to talk about products because, well, we're designers and the number one thing we should be doing is obsessing over product. So here's the deal. What I am seeing, I work with a lot of new designers and I've been friends with designers who've been designers for years and years and years, okay? And I see a huge gap and many new designers don't know how to get to where um, a designer who is seasoned and experienced is. And so I thought I would talk a little bit about one of the things that I'm constantly seeing um, and based on the way I talk about, especially in my design program, about how we should do things. I'm hoping this helps you understand better why we should be obsessing about product, okay? Um, I talked a little tiny bit about this when I was talking about reinvention a few podcast episodes back, so you can go check that out if you want to see it. And by the way, if you are on my podcast, which thank you for being here, I would love for you to leave me a review. It helps keep this podcast running and lets other people know about it, especially those that are really looking forward to becoming designers. But, um, I am currently on a chalkboard on YouTube. So if you wanna come over there, you're visual because you know, you're a designer, then come on over, it's youtube.com slash Karina Gardner and you're gonna see all kinds of things there. You're gonna see all of my tutorials, you're gonna see our new Garden Hill series, which is seriously meant to be so fun, you guys. I show you how I design wallpaper. Anyway, come on over and check it out. I think you'll love it, okay? Make sure and subscribe because that really helps us continue to produce really great videos for you guys. Okay, I'm at the chalkboard today because I want to talk to you guys about obsessing over product, okay? At the very beginning of your design journey, okay? So we're gonna, we're gonna make a dot here. This is the very beginning of my design journey. I don't understand or know anything about design, okay? So like everybody starts at the exact same square. I don't care how artistic you are, how amazing of a painter you are, in the design world, you still start at square one because we all have to understand and learn software, how to digitize everything. I mean, there's this whole tech stack of things we have to understand that means that we all start at square one together, okay? So we're all here in our dot together, okay? And then what I see happening is, um, I see lots of designers come to my boot camp. If you have not come to a boot camp, you show, totally sure it should. They're pretty inexpensive and they're meant to kind of kick people off to, to know what they need to do in order to get sales, okay? Um, that's just at karinagardnercourses.com slash uh, design bootcamp if you're looking for that, okay? So we're kind of all on the same journey. So we kind of start going, all right? So it's just kind of the same linear line, okay? We all have to learn the same things. We're trying to understand software and all of that stuff. What I see is over months and months of time, most designers kind of keep this linear line, okay? Since we're all starting at the beginning, guess what happens? In the first little bit, and I would say, we're gonna say, um, definitely the first three months, but I would say also up until the first year, your stuff is just kind of so-so. Why? 
because we're new at it, okay? And I see a lot of designers judging themselves for this. Do not judge yourself for this. This first year is our learning year. We're trying to figure things out, okay? And when, when you don't have, especially if you, you're not doing an educational program of any sort, or you're trying to do it on your own, this line is like flat and it might even go down a little bit. Like your stuff is kind of like, so-so, uh, okay? That is understandable. We're all at the same place at the beginning trying to figure this out. This for me is, I actually, my um, my master's degree was in design. So this for me was the first year of my master's degree. I had to take core classes. <laughs> like I had to take a typography class. I ended up being the typography um, teacher at the University of Minnesota, University of Minnesota, and or the Arts Institute, both I think. Um, but I had to take it there during my master's degree, same with color theory, same with design history. So there were things I was doing in that first year to make sure that it didn't stay stable. So this is what, what I want to tell you guys after year one, most people still end up here. Do you know why they didn't bother getting any education or anything in this first year? And that, I mean, that's part of the reason we started our program, but it's also why we have universities teaching design because that first year of design, which tends to not be, you know, depending on how the university breaks it all up, um, it changes the way we, um, we learn design. Like, so for example, I would get freshmen and sophomores in my foundations graphic design course. They weren't taking a full design curriculum. It's usually not till sophomore year or junior year where we would consider that year one. Okay. That's, that's more in depth than you guys wanted, but the bottom line is you're out of school and you're just trying to do this on your own. And the first three months to one year, your stuff kind of stays linear or even goes down, okay? What happens is those that do some kind of education program, and I don't even care what it is, like it's gotta be something, you will see after year one, they start to elevate. Now, the elevation is different Okay, the elevation is different depending on the program, right? Guys, I can't, you guys know this, right? You've, you've been around the block a time or two, but you know this, you get what you pay for in life, right? So if you go pay for a $200 course or you're paying for, um, I'm not going to mention the names of any programs that I think are fantastic, by the way, that are $47 a month, you get what you pay for, okay? So if you think in this world that $47 is going to get you where you need to go, then you haven't had enough hard knocks of life. <laughs> it's the only thing I can figure out. Okay. So you get what you pay for. Okay. So our program is expensive. Ours is like a master's degree in design. That's the way we put it is definitely like doing a master's degree in design. Okay. And so because of that, combined with like an MBA, right? Because of that, it's an expensive program. It is tuition, right? Because we know we can help people make money. It's all about value, right? If you're taking a $200 course or even a $2,000 course, I will tell you this, a $2,000 course is like taking one class in a semester at college, okay? That's what you're getting. So you're not getting the expanse of becoming a designer. You're getting this one tiny little little idea of what it takes to become a designer. It's not giving you enough to get you anywhere, okay? But even people who will take any of that, if you're willing to take anything, you guys, anything at all, you still will see a trajectory that maybe won't look like this. It'll look more like, like this, okay? You'll get a little bit ahead of those who take zero education at all. The people with zero education, they kind of flatline. Why? They don't have a network. They don't understand the possibilities. 
They don't understand how much effort they need to put in. They have no idea how much product they have to create, okay? So they kind of flatline out, if not fall off completely. Those that get some kind of education, I kind of put them in this middle line, and then they kind of flatline out because they got just enough to be dangerous. So they saw a little bit of sales. Maybe they figured out a couple of things. Maybe they were able to build their own website. So they got just enough traction to be dangerous, but then they're confused about why they flatline out, okay? They're confused, and I'm telling you here, right now, if you're listening to this, do not be confused. There is no confusion to be had. The reason you're flatlined out is because you didn't actually get enough education in the sales department in particular. That's the one we see that lacks the most out there. You're not getting enough information. You maybe learned how to do the skill itself, and maybe you're excellent at it. In fact, I see that a lot. Designers who are excellent at the skill, but they have no idea how to sell their work correctly and they have no idea what the effort is that it takes to sell the work, okay? So they kind of flatline out, okay? Those that will do more education, like so we'll, we'll say for university's sake, it would be a four-year degree, uh, maybe an MBA, maybe a business program. We like to put our program in that. Design Suite is a business and design program meshed into one for a year. We see those people take off. Now, why is that? You're like, Karina, but why? Why is that the case, okay? It is almost always because of one very important thing, okay? And that is mentorship. I cannot describe to you guys enough how mentorship completely has changed my design business over the years. If I had not built the networks, had people telling me what was going on, reached out to them, my business would still be the same today and it wouldn't be multiple six figures. It wouldn't. And I'm talking about my design business, you guys. I'm not talking about my program, I'm talking about my design business, okay? Which is two totally separate things, okay? So um, my design business for many, many years did very, very well. But I recognized it was because I was in affiliation with CEOs of companies who was talking to me about their sales, understanding everything that was going on. My time as a creative director at Cartabella was huge for me because I understood and saw the way that the CEO there worked, how he managed the team, and I saw what the focus was in terms of marketing and what they needed in terms of product to make it sell. And then I saw what the sales team did in order, in order to make it sell, right? So it's like I had all of these experiences that were helping me understand how sales really worked. And my first mentor, who I always talk about, is, was Ro Gregg. She was my, director, uh, my creative director at Northcott when I designed fabric for them. And it was like by getting someone to tell you that's not going to work, those colors aren't good, we need to change things around, which are things that designers are scared to hear, but if you're willing to hear them, you change your artwork. And when I say that you should be obsessed with product, I am very serious about that because we are designers. And so at the beginning, I tell people, don't worry how good the design work is. We just have to do it, okay? Then there comes a point somewhere in that first year when we should be getting more obsessed about what it looks like, how it, how it works, how the digital preview is so that customers can understand it. It's those little changes, these teeny tiny little changes in our design business is the thing that gets people up here so that they become really good at what they do. And very often I see most designers flatline not because they couldn't be good. Almost anyone could be really, really good as a designer and make a lot of sales as a designer. But what I see 
is that people are not obsessed with product because they don't know how to be. They haven't gotten enough education to know whether the stuff is good enough. So I just had a mentor meeting with my designers, okay? I wish all of you could have one little sneak peek into what it really means to have good mentorship. We had, um, not everybody submits stuff every week because we have meetings every week. So not with me every week, but in this particular meeting, I think I had looked at 27 or 28 people's stuff, okay? Everybody's stuff was different. Everybody needed something different. So for example, one of the designers was showing me something and they were showing me the type of it. And I said, okay, we gotta tuck it in right here. Let's make this smaller, move it here. What if we move this icon under here, see how the flow is a little bit better? And that's like all that designer needed just to see like how the dynamic and the flow needed to be. On another one, someone asked me like, I have these all in black and white, should they be in color? right? So I answered them that and, and told them what they needed to do to make that preview much, much better, right? Um, same with, we had a designer who was showing us two different products, but they look very much the same, but it's a different type of file. And we we're trying to decide if we were going to have multiple shops or a single shop. Those are all totally different questions and they're very individualized. And that is the power of good mentorship. Because when you have someone, you have a very specific question, you have someone you can ask and be like, should I do X, Y, and Z? And they say, just go do this. It gets rid of confusion. It makes things really clarifying and your product becomes better, which is the number one thing as a designer that we have to do. We have to make our product better. If you think the design market is oversaturated, which by the way, it just simply is not, okay? If you think it is oversaturated, it's because you can't tell the difference between good and crap designs. And there is a lot of it out there, okay? And so I can tell what's good and what's crap, and I know who's gonna rise and who's not. And it is always the ones who are getting mentorship and they know how to expand their offerings, when to pivot and when to make things look good. And that's the thing that you should be looking for is great mentorship. Now that is really hard to find. I was very lucky in my career to have it from CEOs and creative directors, but that's part of the reason I built a design program is so that I could mentor people. I can't mentor everybody, which is why I have a program and why you're seeing free videos like this so that I can help you get to where you need to go. Okay. But the key is the more one-on-one -on -one mentorship from I would say one-on-one, -on -one, but we do have a group program, but like someone actually looking at your stuff and going, that's how you need to fix it. That's what you need to do. This is, I need you to go sell it now, which all my designers will tell you. I say a lot of go sell it now. Um, that is key. That is the key to success and people don't realize it. They don't want to pay for it, which is why you end up here, down here at the bottom instead of elevating. And that's it. That's it. Hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully it helped you understand a little bit more also about our education system. As someone who was a university professor, I have a PhD in design, understand you know all the things that go into getting an education. When I taught at a university, I was teaching only design, okay? That was it. I, don't, I didn't teach any business. It took like the hard knocks of life and experience and being a creative director at a company for, and then working with companies for me to understand how business worked and how sales worked, okay? It takes time and experience. And if you need to get your foot in the door, very often it's because you need a little education to get you to that next level. 
Hope this helped. I hope you enjoyed it. Please, 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 if you're on the YouTube channel, please subscribe to the channel. It helps me create great content for you guys and continue to do so. And if you're on the podcast, will you please leave me a review? Your reviews are gold to me. They really help let other people find out more about design. And especially if you know somebody, maybe you aren't even necessarily wanting to be a designer. We have lots of people watching this that have, you know, they are in creative careers, which I really appreciate. One of the things that we love is you passing on the love and letting people know that they can learn more about becoming a profitable designer on this channel. All right, thanks so much, you guys. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.